It's time for phase four, and we want to discuss some big topics. That's pretty much all I got for an intro, so let's do this. This is Altered Universe's Roundtable. Here we go. All right, everybody, welcome back to another fun-filled roundtable where we go over multiple topics, sometimes different categories, sometimes all the same. And if you guys heard the intro from earlier, then you know we are talking specifically Marvel Phase 4. And we can't do this alone, so we have the amazing Andy from Geek Salad back with us. Say hello to the what world. What is up? <laughs> so, if you guys haven't uh, listened to our other ones before, go on our podcast, Alter Universe, Alter Universe the Podcast, and also go on Geek Salads, because uh, they shared it out for us as well. And you can hear us chat about God knows what, because half of the time I forget what we talk about, and I have to go back and re-listen to it, because I'm like, what the hell? It was so long ago. <laughs> That's just my brain, though, so, you know. Um, but today should be pretty uh, simple, at least for those who are Marvel fans, and this kind of comes at a somewhat good time, because uh, Comic-Con just happened a couple weeks ago, and people are still buzzing about the news, because, of course... Every time Comic-Con happens, people freak out. I guess for good reason, right? Um, so, I, I, don't, I don't, you didn't go, did you? Oh, uh, God, no. <laughs> okay, so, neither did I. So, I have a mortgage and two kids. There's no way I'm going out to San Diego for four days. <laughs> I am just asking. <laughs> no, I, I, didn't, I didn't make it down. I honestly, you know, money-wise and time-wise, it just, it wasn't worth um, right this second to do. So, um, so this is good. So we're both going into this pretty much from the outside in, um, knowing nothing that happened there, except for what we read on the internet. So um, let's just, I guess, dive into the first one. And this is probably the biggest one, which is kind of weird because, you know, I like him. He's a great character, but there's so many other things happening. I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. But we're going to jump into Spider-Man Phase 4 which basically at this point is Spider-Man 3 of this trilogy here. Um, that being said, we know he's going to take part in much more because, of course, getting an actor as young as he is, he's going to be around for a long time, right? Yeah. Um, so I, you know, looking through the interwebs, getting some information, Screen Rant wrote a really good article about, you know, stuff that's going on. Um, on the Spider-Man pinpoint, um, just like Far From Home and Homecoming, they're keeping hush-hush. So I guess the best question to start with is, now that Endgame is done and all these timelines or whatever, what is Spider-Man 3 is the burning philosophical question here. You know, what do you think? Um, I think... The, what I would like to see was for Spider-Man 3 is to um, to really expound upon the stuff that they ended um, ho uh, Far From Home with. So, uh, massive spoiler warning here if you haven't seen the billion-dollar grossing movie. Um, what are you doing listening to this podcast if you haven't seen Spider-Man yet? Come on. Um, I would lo really love to see Peter Parker being a fugitive. Not, not so much from the law but from um, really like the poisonous, uh, the poison pen of J. Jonah Jameson 
they've they right. did a really good. I, that, that's first of all, I have to say that when J.K. Simmons came up in that scene, my arms went so far up in the air, and this big loud yes came out of my mouth with my children looking at me, wondering why I was so excited that they they, they managed to cross the streams and get a gen, the Generation One Spider-Man Jameson into the MCU. I'm so excited about that. And it looks to me like they're going to have him essentially be like he's he he's the publisher of the Daily Bugle, but he's also kind of like an Alex Jonesy conspiracy theory type um, podcaster, which okay. I think is really going to really going to be great. So while law enforcement can't find anything to arrest Spider-Man for, because I have a feeling that the whole thing with um, him claiming to have murdered Mysterio, I think that's just going to be uh, just be watershed at that point. But I do want to see Craven come into the mix primarily as a bounty hunter who is going to hunt Peter Parker. At the same token, I would love to see Jameson be able to use his vast wealth to bring in the Scorpion. And while I'm not a big fan of the two villain movies, kind of making it like the Craven stuff is all throughout. The Scorpion stuff is kind of like the Rhino stuff in Amazing Spider-Man 2, but not stupid, um, where he just, he gives uh, Matt Gargan the suit and Gargan just loses his mind after he's defeated the first time and goes after Jameson because that's what happens in the comics. And it's just really kind of what I want to see right now. I do want to see a more classic Spider-Man story, even if they do meld the two. Um, you know, Craven's Last Hunt and anything with the, uh, the Scorpion. I'd love to see both of those kind of melded into a, into a really good quality film. All right, fair enough. Um, I don't know. I feel like they put themselves in a corner because, of course, we're going to make Spider-Man good. I mean, not that he's really a bad guy right now, but that's... I don't know. I think the third is always, like, what is it? The, of, of a trilogy, the third one's always the one people, like, put down anyway. Um, so, hopefully, with the MCU doing it, they'll spice it up and they'll keep it fresh. And I've done that. Gonna, I mean, look at... Just go back in, into the MCU's history. Um, right. Civil War, Ragnarok, and Iron Man 3. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> well, I mean, Iron Man 3 is, is just, it's what everybody wanted, but then everybody realized, oh, maybe I didn't want that in the first place. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, hell, of Infinity War is part three of the Avengers. It's just, they have a very right. good track record on the third, on the third go. True. I mean, I, you know, I don't see anything bad. I just, I, I don't want them to keep going down the path of like, I don't know, kind of like the Star Wars thing where you know it's going to end up happening. I kind of want Marvel to keep it different and new and like, you know, even though you know it's going to happen, you're still shocked. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know what, what I'm, you know, what I'm hoping is Spider-Man 3 will lead him into the team-up movies. You know what I mean? Like, when he, when he becomes an Avenger or when he's a, I don't know, when he works with the other Spider-Man characters. Like, I'm, that's what I'm hoping that Spider-Man 3 turns him from a, 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 
unknowing character to like the team leader of a bunch of other superheroes. So I don't know. That's what I want. I don't, I don't really know per se what they're going to do for three as a plot, but what I'm more concerned about, I think is what's going to happen afterwards to expand. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. Cause like at this point, the Avengers is like Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Dr. Strange. Um, who else is still around? Um, you know, Hulk. So they have a bunch of people, but I'm hoping they'll kind of, you know, mix it up a little. This, honestly, you mentioned Marvel team up and originally Marvel team up was Spider-Man, the human torch. That was every issue with Spider-Man, the human torch. That would be oh, you're going, okay, all the way back. Okay. a great way of introducing, uh, at the very least, Johnny Storm into the Fantastic Four. Well, that's true, and and we'll, we're going to bring up that later. But yeah, I mean, I the the other alternative is is that using Spider Man to bring in other characters and new franchises too. That's that's fair. That's perfectly possible. Right. I uh, mean, honestly, I know it's going to be an impossibility, but I would just and I've seen. Rumblings of this online, you you bring in Charlie Cox's um, Daredevil, right? Okay. Out of anybody, out of all the New York style heroes, Daredevil is is, is as New York as it gets. So is Spider Man. So if they could integrate that, it's not going to happen. But I would love to see that happen. Right. Um. Sorry, I got distracted for a second. Um, and then the okay, oh, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time. Um, okay, so yeah, so you're looking at it from the point of view of the other characters, Spider-Man universe and related, um, which makes sense because Marvel wants to make it easy on themselves, right? Right. Um, they don't want to put too much effort into explaining if they don't have to so you know why not um that being you know and again spider-man is brand new to this version so we have a lot to go still i'm sure it's not you know it's not going to be the end you know and i always think of it um you know like thor character everybody thought he was done and he's got a lot more to do and he's been there since the beginning so if you can keep that character fresh in the movies, you can easily do it for Spider-Man too. Absolutely. So, um, and I do, I do think too, the, the one thing that I think bears mentioning in terms of, of picking Craven as your kind of your big bad for the third movie is that he's never once been represented in film. Right, and that's true. I think I only remember seeing him. That's before. including into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Um, I mean, hell, the Scorpion was in, in Spider-Verse. It was the alternate version, you know, the Spanish-speaking one. But still, it's just that Craven is such a cool character. And having a, a character that does not have superpowers, but is just this brutal, brutal gamesman. Yeah, and he's probably easier than others to, to introduce. You know, it's it's not like... What was it? The the lizard in the other one, which was just oh. a really weird choice. Uh, bad. And, going, 
and I don't honestly need to see the Green Goblin ever again. Um, and after, after the Doc Ock that they did in Spider-Verse, I don't need to see Doc Ock again either. I loved Octavia, uh, Octavius, or however. Uh, well, oh, oh, I whatever mean, her name is, Octavia I, something, but still. Yeah, no, go on. No, no, I was just going to say that they, they, they've kind of given us the best possible representation. The Green Goblin has been done in both of the other two Spider-Man series. I think we could go a long time without seeing him. No, I'm sure we will. I mean, I know recently they said somebody was in the works to play him, but that doesn't mean anything anymore. That just means Marvel has money to hire people. <laughs> so... Mm. You know, I think it's uh, Giancarlo Esposito. I don't know if you know him off the top of your head. Yes, yes, uh, from Breaking Bad. Yeah, so they want him as Norman. So we'll see. It doesn't mean anything right now. It just means that they're going to do it. They can pay for him. That's it. You know, there's there's nothing else. It's, it's like you said, we don't need it. It's not going to, you know, it's not going to be the focus, I'm sure. Um Let's give somebody else some spotlight time for a while and then bring back some oldies that we like. Uh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, you know what? As long as there is more Ned in this movie, that's, that's truly all I want because that dude is the bomb. I had to go back and look him up. I didn't realize he was actually like a major part of it. Like, I just thought he was some comic relief, but he's like a character in the books. Ned Leeds is an interesting character because, you know, he's an adult character. He worked at the Daily Bugle. He was married to Betty Brandt, um, right, right. which is, I love that. I just love that relationship and far from home. But um, I like what they're doing with that because not only is he great comic relief, that kid is just, he's so amazing at what he's asked to do. Um, and he just, it's seriously, this is why I love these two movies, Homecoming and Far From Home, is just friggin' Ned, man. He's just so awesome. <laughs> and that's that right there. Yep. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So I guess let us know out there what you guys are looking forward to. Um, like I said, these are going to be quick to the uh, topics because, you know, we don't, we don't know much. Marvel is very hush-hush. But yeah. Spider-Man is Spider-Man, so we had to bring him up. And I, I feel like he was, from the people I talked to, he was like one of the biggest topics at San Diego um, just because he's Spider-Man. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. I, I want a new baddie, so I'm with you on that. Um, but I am looking forward to the future after Spider-Man 3 to see what they're going to do with everybody together um yeah you're Black right Panther, dr strange captain Marvel, everybody's got movies so let's see what happens they could be Black using uh, spider-man as the as the new iron man gateway whereas oh, okay all right yeah, whereas iron man um shepherded in the first three phases now using spider-man now that they can use spider-man let's not forget the only reason why iron man started first is because mcu did not have the rights to spider-man uh, uh, I think it worked out okay for them in the end. So, oh no, it worked out wonderful. But yeah, you're, you're, oh lord, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> um, all right, so, um, all right. So that being said, we're going to jump from that to another interesting introduction. 
that could be introduced two different ways. So bear with me for a minute while I bring it in. Yep. Thunderbolts. Um, for those who don't remember, they're kind of one of the big bad groups um, led by, well, the one I remember the most was the one led by Zemo from Civil War um, pages. Um, but the interesting thing that I read um, from Screen Run again um, is that there's two connections that they can bring them in that have already been used in the MCU. One of which is Zemo, um, because we had his character in Civil War already. Um, and with the Winter Soldier show, Zemo is going to be a part of that as well. So you have that aspect. The other one that I totally forgot about is Hawkeye. Because at one point in one of the iterations, Hawkeye was a Thunderbolt. Um, so, question posed to you then. Yeah. Which show, if they're going to use people they already have, would be a better introduction show for the Thunderbolts, keeping in mind we know very little about the plots for either at the moment. Right. Um, I definitely think Falcon and Winter Soldier is where you're, you're going to place them because out of the... Out of the announced live-action shows, Loki absolutely makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and WandaVision is just going to be amazing. So it's, good. It's, it's going to be very different. So I definitely think that with those characters, it's going to uh, work. It's just, it just works better. Right. And I think because Zemo is in Winter Soldier, it makes perfect sense because he's like one of the dudes that started it, the Thunderbolts. So like, like we said about Spider-Man, why not just make it easy on yourself and just use what you have instead of <laughs> making a whole new whatever, you know what I mean? Like just, just use the people. Yeah. I, I feel like, and I, I read a couple of articles on this as well that, you know, they, you know, get William Hurt in there to play Thunderbolt Ross as Red Hulk. Right. Because he was already in the, the other one. So. Right. And that's just, Red Hulk is going to be a tough sell. Um, I, I, I firmly believe that you can't introduce Red Hulk until you've introduced She-Hulk. And uh, Marvel, if you're listening, I have a great idea for a show for Disney+. Plus. So, uh... <laughs> please, please take our info, please. Involving She-Hulk. I, yeah. It's, Thunderbolts is just going to be tough. I, I, I love, I honestly love Daniel Brühl as Zemo in Civil War. Um, I... I know a lot of people like, well, he wasn't a super-powered villain or anything like that, but think, keep in mind, he was possibly the most effective villain they had up to that point. He's an amazing military. He's got a military cunning. He's great. Now, what you do with the other characters, if you try to bring in um, other captains of industry to be part of this, you introduce other characters, even villains maybe from um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you just, you just, you just kind of look around to what's already available grab a couple more, and then create like maybe two or three new characters to show up as kind of like the cannon fodder for, you know, Sam and Bucky. That's fair. I mean, they are going to need bad guys to beat up. So, I mean, 
why not just use use them? Um, the 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 issue though, because and again, Marvel. The one thing Marvel has an issue with is making too many versions of the same team. Yeah. Um, we, you say Thunderbolts, and there's like you know because I was on looking through Wikipedia, the credit, you know, just kidding. Um, looking through Wikipedia, and like everybody in the Marvel universe has seems to be on a Thunderbolt team at some point. So. You know, what do you, who, you know, okay, Ryder Hulk has been there, so we got him. Zemo has been there, you got him. That's fine. You have characters that nobody's ever heard of that you probably are never going to use because they're minor. Then you have, like, good guys who've been on it, like Black Widow was in it once, Hawkeye was in it once. But you're going to confuse people because you're going to be like, wait a minute, why are they on a villain team when they're a good guy? You know, so it's... It's a problem when you have too many of the same you have the same name for too many groups. And quick little fact off of your She-Hulk thing, Hulk, they're gonna actually give Hulk a show with Mark Ruffalo, and they want to put She-Hulk with him. So he will get she she will get her, her day in court, no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> Damn uh, it, that's my idea for the show. There you go. There you go. But so she'll be in there. So that means that when they put her in, in the TV show, they'll put her into the movies too. They're, you know, everything's blended together. That's the, that's the big, that's the selling point for Disney plus right now is that they're saying, if you buy Disney plus, you won't miss out on anything for the big movies, for the small shows, for the small movies, for the cartoons, everything's going to be connected. So that's their big selling point right now. Right. Um, but just like there's different versions of the Avengers team, shocker, <laughs> they have to be careful. They have to be careful with their first iteration before expanding too much. So, like you said, put a couple bad guys in the Falcon show, make those guys part of the Thunderbolts. You know, do it that way. Make it somewhat sensible, and then you can make them bigger later on. Absolutely. And there are other there are other villain teams that aren't, you know, like like you mentioned, the Thunderbolts is essentially just evil Avengers. You've got Zemo, he was part of the Masters of Evil. Um there are tons of tons of different characters that you could you could go with on that. You've got you could introduce Black Knight, uh Melter, Radioactive Man, um Probably not Enchantress, because I really have a feeling that they're going to be using her for um, Love and Thunder. Uh, Executioner. And even Wonder Man. You can maybe finally get Wonder Man in this, at least for, for a bit. You've got that. You've got uh, AIM. And, you know, AIM was kind of mentioned in Iron Man 3. But what a fantastic group of just, you know, faceless that Sam and Bucky could face off until the season finale when they finally meet Modoc. I mean, it, it all sounds good. It just, it's a matter of like, I, I, guess, I guess I'm thinking more for the outsider that doesn't know what this stuff is. Right. It seems like a lot of information for just somebody who wants to watch a, a action show. Um, we like it but we know it. So I don't know. I mean, right. But even though it's still something like, um, agents of shield, agents of shield, you know, had Hydra in it and all they had to do is just pretty much say, Oh, it's bad shield. 
Right. No, I mean, I, they, they can get away with it. I'm not saying they can't. I just, I think that, you know, they have a lot going on that I think they, I don't know, if I were them, I would try to portion out everything to make it make sense. It's, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what else I could put on that. I say on that, but it just, it's, it's a lot of good ideas, but a lot. Yeah, no, you're, you're, Yeah, no, you're you're right about you're absolutely right about that. Um, I mean, I I love I again I love Baron Zemo. I love that they're actually going to introduce the mask, which is kind of cool. I don't think he's going to have the industrial accident with the glue where he can never take it off. Um, right, like comic book Zemo. Um, but comic book Zemo. Uh, comic book Zemo is just not a good looking guy with that mask off. <laughs> um. <laughs> But I do, I do, I do think if they play their cards right, I think slow burn is the best. You know, let let them know straight up front because everyone already knows that the villain from Civil War is at the forefront of everything. But give them dribs and drabs of right. kind of these minor league C list villains that could potentially put together a, a team of masters of evil by the end of it. All right, that makes sense. That that's. Uh... That's doable, and I and yeah, I mean, I would also say you. This is gonna sound more, but use ones that you don't need special effects for for the moment. Like use regular looking people. You know what like I mean? Wonder like, Man. <laughs> like don't don't do hulks. Don't do monster. Uh, uh, you know, like like the thing from that Fantastic Four. Like do do one you can get through easily, and then add the other ones in later. Right, exactly. Like radioactive man is not necessary at this point. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I can't. I mean, there's too many of them. But um, and then the other alternative would be using using the Hawkeye show. But I think he's got his own storyline. I don't think I'd want too much extra. I think I want him to be left alone and let him do his thing um, because they're going to bring in Kate. So you got her kind of taking over the mantle of Hawkeye. Um, so I think it'd be better through Falcon because as of right now, Falcon and Winter Soldier sounds like a really bad put together show because they don't have anything to do yet. So they need bad guys. That, that, that's not right. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I agree fully on that. So, all right. So, um, cool. All right. Now speaking of fantastic four, Jumping right into the final topic. Yep. Dr. Doom. Um, we knew he was coming from the get-go, so it's not a big shock that he was announced. Um, obviously, he'll be introduced with the Fantastic Four, I would think, though some people want him to have his own story. That's, that's too much right now. That's way too much. Um, jumping back to the Spider-Man, though, if Spider-Man introduces the Fantastic Four, do you think it would be too off to introduce Doom on the side as well? Not necessarily focusing, but maybe, you know? I'm going to actually throw out an insanely unpopular opinion here. Okay. I don't think I want to be fully introduced to Dr. Doom until the team of the Fantastic Four is completely established. Uh, I, I, I like the idea of maybe hmm. starting to use the word Latveria. And maybe you've, you know, maybe Craven has a benefactor from Latveria, something to that extent. But realistically, we've seen we've seen this start and fail twice 
in right. cinematic form with um with Doctor Doom. I really think that he needs to be the next Thanos. He needs to be the next big villain. But less is more when it comes to Doom until Doom shows up. And now I'm talking like Doom because Doom would only want that Doom shows up when Doom does what he needs to do. Does he speak in the third person like Bob? Richards! My original plan was actually to do the entire thing, just re- referring the eyes and the eyes and knees as Doom. But uh, I, I kind of lost the plot on that one. Oy vey. Oy vey. <laughs> uh, Let's blame Reed Richards for it. Blame Reed Richards. All right. And throw my fist into the air. <laughs> um, all right. I, I will go along with your un, unlikely popular uh, theme. Um, you, you need them to introduce him. And without the team, you know, yeah, Dr. Doom has done other stuff on his own, but you want him for Fantastic Four. You don't want him doing anything else, in my opinion. Um, so I'm with you on that. I think once they introduce the Fantastic Four, but the thing is, though, is then how far in the future would it, re- you know what I mean? Like if Spider-Man 3 takes a hit at Fantastic Four, that's, let's say, next year, okay? Yeah. Then you wait, what, two, three years for Fantastic Four? I mean, it feels like at that point, Doom is just going to kind of just end up somewhere in the future with no purpose because you're going to forget about him if you don't put him in sooner than later. I, I don't know. I'm just I'm throwing out random ideas, but you get where I'm going? Like, I think... It's fine if Spider-Man. I understand. You don't want to wait. You don't want to wait too long to to bring Doom in. I mean, the, the biggest issue we're seeing right now is just that they've only hinted at Fantastic Four. There's there's literally nothing to go on right now that that um that this movie would ha- is is actually greenlit and ready to happen. I want to think that right. it is, but there's nothing kind of official yet. We're looking. We're, we got to look out about three years. The first Fantastic Four movie to come in—that's 2022. Um, and then if they do the every two years, like they did with Spider-Man, you, you don't have to wait that long. Fantastic Four to Fan Two Stick or whatever um, can be can be the big Doctor Doom movie. Um, but at that point, maybe you, you introduce him a little bit more, a little bit more than a couple of end credit stingers, you know, until he kind of does that thing like Thanos did in the first Avengers movie, right? turns and it, it is like comics accurate the way it looks right. because there will not be a dry seat in the house when that happens an entire audience of people are just going to simultaneously pee their pants <laughs> the excitement when doom actually when comic book accurate doom shows up because we have been we have just been lied to and cheated for t- too long Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. You that's you made a val- you make a valid point. I mean, I just I you know I even read earlier today that Phase Four might be moved around again, and it was already set in stone. So I don't know. Who knows? You know, who knows what's gonna come next? Um, well, I mean, we know officially next, next, but that's just a solo movie, so. That one doesn't have anything to do with anything at the moment, at least. Um, so, I don't know. And there's already so much other stuff. Like, the stuff that they've announced is the stuff that's already kind of ready to roll out in the next right. year, and a, year, year and a half. Um, right. 
but now we're already getting the teases for like Black Panther 2. It's already being teased. We already kind of know who, who's going to be in that now. Um, right. And there's still really no word on Fantastic Four um, in terms of casting, in terms of who's going to direct it. Right, no, for sure. I mean, I feel like actually all three subject matters today are kind of in that up in the air. Yeah, we know Spider-Man 3 is coming, but the future of the Spider-Verse, to put it lightly, we don't really know what's happening, where they're going. Um, I did just hear that because of a new contract thingy, uh, Marvel might be having more leeway with stuff, but it takes time. You can't just throw characters for the hell of it. Um, no, that's a DC move. That's a DC move, exactly. Um, so, you know, we'll see. Uh, this, there's a lot. And, you know, the words New Avengers came out and, you know, more Thor and more, um, you know, Ant-Man. There's, there's, you don't know, you know, Doctor Strange. We don't, we don't know what's what. We know what's there. We just don't know what any of it means. I mean, we want to say we know what it means, but I'm not going to sit here and say I know what it means because I don't. I have no idea. I just, I know that there's titles to movies that will open up more doors to other things in the MCU universe. But we already knew that was going to happen, so I'm not really anywhere farther than anybody else. So that's that. <laughs> I mean, you know... I, I and no, no offense to the YouTubers out there that make these the rumor stuff. It's fine, but it kind of causes more problems than good because nobody really knows unless you work for them. And if you work for them, you're contractually obligated not to say anything, or else you get fired. Right. So, you know, people who say they know things, maybe they do. I'm not saying they don't, but I always say I'm going to wait till it gets closer to the time before I, you know, clap. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and that's something like I, I swore off fantasy casting years ago because I would see these videos and it was just like they would always the, the casting would always be, first of all, the most uber famous of famous people. Right. And it's like when you look at Marvel's track record outside of a couple of people, um, Cumberbatch. Uh, Paul Rudd, to name like two, almost everybody was either up and coming, in need of redemption like RDJ was, um, or just like a complete no one. Right. And that's the thing is that like I look, I saw I saw an article today. It's like, hey, here's what the Fantastic Forecast is going to look like. And that, like, no, that's wrong. <laughs> Charlie's <laughs> Theron is not going to be Sue Storm. They are going to skew very much younger on that. It's like everybody's going to be played by Keanu Reeves. Well, I, I, the best rumor I heard is Keanu Reeves is going to be Moon Knight, which, as a Moon Knight fan, I'm down for. No, I mean, I, like, I, like I said, I'm not saying anything's wrong or right. I'm just saying it's just yeah. it's funny how many things come out at the same time. And it's yeah. like, you didn't let me finish the first article. Let me finish that before you give me something else that's probably wrong. So, <laughs> exactly. You know, like, let me read before I read something else. And then, yeah. you know. Two minutes later, oh, look, somebody else. I'm like, I don't care. Just <laughs> so I don't know. But we'll see. We'll oh, see. And, and you might be interested in, oh, why they're scuttling everything about Captain Marvel and starting over again. 
what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> really? I mean, come on, people. These yeah. people, you, they sign on for a contract. They don't make one movie. That's not how this works anymore. Like, <laughs> you get paid to make, like, 15, and then you're done, and then you can go home. Um, other than that, that's, no, but um, I don't know. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, um, comment below, guys. Let us know what you think. You know, we could all be wrong, and we could be talking about this in the future. But it's still fun because that's what nerds do. We talk about stuff. Um, exactly. And I'm not above apologizing for things I said about other things. So I have no uh, I, no, I have no pride. I will absolutely apologize. And I will, I will be called in the carpet if I am wrong about anything. So if Keanu Reeves does, in fact, play every character in Phase 5 of the MCU, I'm sorry. All hate mail will be forwarded to him. I will send you his address, and you can send it to Andy. Um, oh, geez. Well, one of uh, the the fans, uh, the friends of my podcast, is obsessed with Keanu Reeves, so she's probably very upset with me right now. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, that's too funny. Um, all right. So, yeah. Um, I guess we will end with our final thoughts on Phase Four. Um, what is your last word? Um, I got to say, I, I'm having difficulty picking my favorite thing about the Phase 4 rollout. That was announced at Comic-Con um, because for like five minutes, it'll be Thor, Love and Thunder with that sweet, sweet Masters of the Universe font. And then it's about uh, Doctor Strange and it's about, um, I'm even excited for Blade. They got me excited for Blade. Right, right. <laughs> it's just... It's tough. I mean, as it is right now, because I know that we're just still we're basking in the basking in the afterglow of how awesome Far From Home was with Spider Man. Right. It's just nice to look to the future and go. We're getting a new Thor movie, and after Ragnarok, being so damn amazing, it just it's it's just it's refreshing that I'm getting another one by right. the same and, guy oh, and much more. He's not going away anytime soon. Taika Waititi can do no wrong at this point. He really, truly can't. Right. And, and I just, and Hemsworth just said he like went off for like five or six movies of other stuff. So he's going to be sticking around for a while too. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I, I fully assume he's going to show up in Guardians 3. Oh yeah. He loves it. He, he's one of the few guys that legitimately like he, his kids love it. Like he loves playing a character like this. Like he legitimately is having fun. So, Hey, he's in shape. He's still fairly young. Let him do his thing. I am okay yeah. with him being Thor till he dies. So, <laughs> you know, and then literally make the last Thor movie like with a big old gray beard like he's about to die and that'll be it. Just send him off that way. They're going to film Chris Hemsworth's death. Right, yeah, that'll, that'll be his final Thor movie. It'll just yeah. be like, I just gone. need him. I need him to keep playing Thor because when I see him playing Thor, I get inspired to do, uh, do better work on my arms at the gym. <laughs> wow 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 no such thing as gods you say have you seen his arms <laughs> um that, that's another show topic that's, that's, a, that's a different that's the after dark if um <laughs> what did i get myself into oh my god um do what you signed up for do what i signed up for i'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you now before it gets worse than that um just kidding. Um, okay, sounds good. All right, so no, 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 you're, you're good. Um, all right, so yeah, 
Um, I'm going to say we're going to be blown away by everything in phase four. We're going to, there's going to be things that we think mean nothing that end up meaning more than we originally thought. That's my thought. I think we're going to see stuff that we never imagined and think people that you thought were gone are never gone. They're back. They're coming back. I'm telling you now. That, that, that's my thought right there. That's a, that, it, it's very valid. And also, um, Eternals really seems to be the crown jewel of this whole thing. And I am just, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this becomes the linchpin to the new, um, the new cosmic Marvel universe. Oh yeah, there we go. We forgot. Yeah, that's true. We forgot about that one. That one's that one's getting a lot of uh, buzz. Um, so let's it'll live up to its buzz for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's a good one. I totally forgot. So that yeah, we got the Eternals. That's gonna be that's gonna be the next big push um, into the next uh, few phases, I believe. Probably. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. So. We have done our civil nerd duty to discuss phase four, at least phase four for now. There's much more, I'm sure, but my brain can only hold so much information at once. So <laughs> three topics is all you guys are getting right now. I am sorry. Yeah. Um, all right. So what's next on your podcast uh, episode? All right. So coming up, um, we a few weeks ago recorded and we'll be releasing part one of our movies of 1989 discussion. Um, and we broke it up into two parts cause it ran long and because it's going to be a little bit before we actually get back into the studio to record. Um, but after that, we are actually talking about the MCU. We are going to be uh, discussing the top Marvel cinematic universe moments. Oh, um, yeah. As Rob, Rob has actually already contributed. Thank you for being the early bird uh, yes. with, with, with your choices. Uh, this Ooh. is going to be amazing. We've actually assembled, you know, we've assembled the best podcast as part of our uh, hashtag Potter and family to join us and discuss their favorite moment to, to help us with this list. It is just, it is just, it's such a great community thing that we're doing right now. Um, I feel great because we get a lot of buy-in um, and there's definitely going to be a fantastic discussion. So uh, that will be, we're recording on the 20th, which means about a week after that, it will be out. Um, but yeah, you get two episodes of our movies in 1989 uh, to, to listen to and, and t discuss, especially because we do more than just talk about Batman and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So <laughs> You mean there was more movies in the 80s than that? Oh my God. It, out of the 89 is arguably one of the best movie summers ever. But you'll just have to listen so you know what movies we talk about. <laughs> uh, that, that actually, that sounds cool. And I was very happy to be part of it. I appreciate the uh, invite for that. So that's going to be fun for the uh, oh, yeah. movie moments. Uh, I can't, yeah, I can't wait. Awesome. So as always for us, we're going to have two more episodes show up on Monday. Will it be this one? I have no idea yet because I don't even know until I do it. <laughs> but that being said, um, Let's see, what are we running up? Um, we got Patreon going, we got the Swag Store going. Uh, we're looking to get some more input from you guys over at Alter to see what you want more of, games, contests, videos, whatever it is, we want to hear from you because that's how we make it better because, you know, if you want to listen to something, we'd like to give it to you. Um, of course, we will have Andy back many more times. You are stuck with Alter Universe forever, so. 
<laughs> be warned and prepared for that. You are chained down now. Uh, yeah. So we'll have you back. Uh, I think I might have you next week or the week after. Well, I'll check my schedule again. But um, yeah. So as always, we will end with the slogan. Everybody, stay nerdy.